0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: I'm Mark Willard, and this is Inside Giant Moments, presented by T Mobile, an official San Francisco Giants podcast. In season one, we looked back at some of the most iconic moments in franchise history. Now it's time to focus on the present and future. We'll cover memorable wins and the off-field moments, interests, and personalities of the 2021 Giants team and staff. Join us for season two of Inside Giant Moments, now. Last year, everything was different, including the Giants missing a major piece of the puzzle. Buster Posey opted out of the COVID-shortened season to ensure the health and safety of his two adopted baby twin girls. The entire Giants family applauded the decision, but they still missed their teammate. Now he's back, bringing stability and punch to the Giants lineup. In this episode, you'll hear from five members of the Giants sharing their thoughts on the return of their catcher, their on- and off-field leader, Buster Posey. First up, I visit with manager Gabe Kapler, whose second year on the job certainly gets easier with the presence of Posey. Obviously, this time around, you've got yourself at least one new member of of a leadership group, if you will, this one being an on-field guy, uh, your general in Buster Posey. What what was it like for you coming to a new team as the manager, but then your on-field leader informs you he's not going to be there? What kind of adjustments did that lead to last year?
2: The first adjustment was just to be very supportive and set the intention for the major league group, that we're going to support people's families and, and their health and, and not just their physical health, but their mental health as well. And, and we felt like it was the right time to step up and, and show that we were going to support Buster in any decision that he made. And we would make the same commitment to any, other, any, any of our other players as well. From a, a strictly tactical standpoint, it's never easy to lose, uh, you know, an all-star caliber catcher. Um, a Hall of Fame candidate in, in Buster Posey. And, and we, we lost that player, and it was difficult. There's no, it, it hasn't been much of a secret that our catching um, area wasn't what I think it can be and what I think it will be this year. So it's really nice to have Buster back, not just his influence between the lines, but the way he conducts himself in the clubhouse, the professional that he is, the leader that he is, the influencer he is with our – with some of our younger catchers, Joey Bart, Chadwick Trump, uh, Gino, the rest of the crew. So he's been a steady influence for us in the clubhouse between the lines and also in, in the bullpen and in our catching work as well.
1: Are you feeling that already? Maybe you could expand on that a little bit. How, how are things different now that, now that he's in the fold?
2: Happy to expand on it. Um, I think he's just been the influential force that you'd expect him to be. So I, I don't necessarily think that there's anything that you wouldn't, you know, naturally suspect when you bring back an, uh, a perennial All-Star caliber player like Buster Posey. He's been everything that you'd expect him to be in more.
1: What uh, what kind of excites you about what's still to come with with his presence on on this team? Uh,
2: I think first and foremost performance at the catching position, and you know, not to be you know, not to be too direct about this, but it was an area of struggle for us last year. Um, and we feel like it's an area of strength for us this year, both with Buster's presence and the addition of Kurt Casale. So, um, we have two, if you think back to last season, we had two inexperienced, um, unproven catchers in, in, Joey Bart and Chadwick Trump, both who are, and, and Heineman as well, all of who are, are talented individuals and athletic individuals that have a chance to be great in this game. And this year we have, you know, a Hall of Fame caliber catcher, you know, as our starting guy in, in Buster Posey and a proven uh, veteran catcher in Kurt Casale who brings not just that veteran savvy, but also a really strong at bat and, and, and uh, leadership of, of pitchers that we just didn't quite frankly have last year. So um,
1: not to oversimplify it, but that's, that's the gist of it. How would you describe your relationship directly with Buster? What's that like?
2: really good um really open and i think there's a lot of a lot of respect both ways and and that level of communication that consistency of communication that honesty and directness has gone a long way for our relationship
1: why do you feel catchers make such good leaders and and then specifically what what is it about him where he sort of captures that role
2: um i think they have a pretty unique perspective on the game and obviously they're they're getting the real time input from pitcher movement, also from uh, pitcher body language, from the body language of of hitters in the batter's box as well. They're moving up, they're moving back, they're looking more or less comfortable, and and a catcher has that real-time feedback. And he can quickly uh, change course for us, very similar to a quarterback reading a defense. Um, So it's like having another coach on the field their leadership is critical. Um, their stability is critical. Uh, their own confidence level in, in managing any game situation is critical. And um, yeah, I, I don't think you can overstate how important it is to have uh, an experienced, thoughtful um, leader like Buster back in the fold.
1: Walk me through a normal mound visit with you guys. What what, what does that normally sound like?
2: Uh, I don't I don't know that there is a normal. It's different for, for everyone. I mean, sometimes the most important part of a mound visit is setting the defense in a particular way. Uh, so by way of example, if you have runners on, on first and third, and we're going to run a return play where the ball goes through uh, the infield, the, the middle infielder makes a decision whether the runner at third base is leaving. Uh, if he is leaving, that uh, middle infielder has to release, come out in, in front of second base, cut off the distance between him and home plate and deliver a strike to the catcher so sometimes the mound visit entails setting that that play up sometimes it's as simple as Andrew Bailey if he's making a mound visit to calm down a pitcher say something like look like you're you're delivering strikes right now the contact has been loud but that's out of your control what you can control is to continue to deliver those strikes and good things are are about to happen maybe it's a boost of confidence sometimes it's a kick in the ass but I wouldn't say there is one one type of mountain visit. They're all different. They all have different messages.
1: And then, what are your interactions like between the game? I mean, are are, are there nonverbal things that are happening while he's out there, or maybe uh, while the team is on offense and he's coming to a, to, to to the dugout? What, what What are you guys usually chatting about?
2: I can give you some examples, um, and I'll start with uh, with with Buster. Like, we want to ensure that we're on the same page with respect to. A pitcher's arsenal. So if a pitcher has uh, two secondary weapons, suppose it's a split and a slider, and we think the split is the best secondary weapon, we want to be on the same page with that with Buster. So when it's, or or any catcher for that matter, but when an 0 2 count or a 1 2 count, when we have to go somewhere for a swing and miss, that we're thinking the same thing that the catcher is thinking. Um, And quite frankly, that we're leading the pitcher with the right type of conviction. We want him to have all the confidence in the world to rip his best pitch. And um, that comes from a combination of of that pitcher's experience, Buster's perspective, and, and the coaching staff's perspective as well.
1: Uh, Gabe, I, I I I'd love to hear just your your favorite Buster moment, if, if there is one. Like like if was there a favorite interaction or or something that you once saw uh, that that just stands out in terms of uh, in terms of the player and the guy, Buster Posey.
2: I think what most important what what most importantly stands out to me about Buster is the energy that he brings every day. Um, he's been really happy in spring training and. Um, you know, feeling healthy and confident. So that smile is coming out, uh, quite a bit. And I think our, our catchers are kind of reading his body language cues. So it, it's not, it's not one thing in isolation. It's kind of who he is on a regular basis. And frankly, um, I don't think the, you know, those, those moments, those stories define people and in particular don't define Buster. What defines Buster is who he is on a regular basis, the consistent character that he brings to the ballpark every day. Um, not one incident in isolation.
1: When Posey reached the bigs in 2010 and made an immediate impact, Mauricio Dubon had just arrived in America, landing in Sacramento and becoming a huge fan of the Giants. Now the two are teammates and Dubon has a clear view of Posey's impact on the field and in the clubhouse. You mentioned earlier the the high regard that you've always had for, for Buster Posey. And then here you arrive and suddenly you guys are teammates but you've only actually gotten to share the field with him for you know i I think about a month total what what are you looking forward to
3: the most this year to just be an actual daily teammate with buster posey just being able to you know listening to him and going through a whole year when this is a guy that's been consistent his whole career and being able to pick his brain and you know Going through struggles, going through highs, going through, like, good. I mean, just having pick his brain. I mean, he's the, one of the best for a reason. He works hard, and, you know, just I wish I just, just, you know, just having him around and just pick his brain pretty much is that. Just be able to hear him what he to say and ask him a bunch of questions of how to do things. You know, because at the end of the day, you want to, you know, you want to have something similar to what he's been doing in baseball.
1: Did you have to go through a, a mental process at all to, to get yourself to feel like you belong on, on equal footing with him?
3: Uh it, it's just crazy just because, you know, I you know, every day I try to go out there and, you know, show show everybody like, you know, I'm I'm here, I'm I belong here and you know, it's and it's crazy having him around just because you know, I, I'm able to you know ask him questions, ask him about this. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? And and you know, show people that I'm I can go with anybody over there at the field.
1: Um, as you guys are uh, are going through spring this year and and getting used to having him there on a daily basis, how how would you describe what what his presence means to all the guys?
3: Oh, it's, it's crazy. I mean, when he talks, everybody stays quiet because, you know, some, he's about to say something important or, or you know, he just drops some knowledge on people and just ask him questions. I mean, he's literally like right in front of my locker. So I, I ask him questions about everything, about hitting, about, you know, what should, what should I think? What should I do this? Is it okay if I do this? Is it not okay if I do that? And just stuff like that and just, you know, just give him that respect he deserves and, you know, at the same time trying to learn.
1: After everything you guys went through in the shortened season last year, uh, I I wonder what what differences do you already notice just in the San Francisco Giants clubhouse because he's there versus last year?
3: Uh, just the presence, you know. He's a true leader. I mean, he'll uh, he'll he'll put. You, if you're doing the right thing, he'll he'll be okay. If it's not, you know, he'll he'll say, "Hey, you better pick it up." And you know, just having him around, you know. In, in the backstop, it's, it's a whole different ballgame, too. Uh, we're better now as a team, and we're even better with him. So it's, it's, it's going to be a really fun year. I mean, I said it last year that they sleep on us, and we were one game away, unfortunately. But uh, we can, we're better this year, and uh, it's going to be a fun 152 games. I also
1: wonder what you notice in him. He's been away for so long from what he loves. What, what, are, what are you noticing about his demeanor
3: this year? Oh no, he's good. Like it's it's crazy, just because I played last year and I've been you Ken know, Constance at bats, and when he showed up, and I, I was really impressed. Like oh, he's on time. He he looks good. Like he he looks, you know, vintage Posey, and <laughs> I keep telling people, what when was the last time that Posey missed a whole year, and then what happened the next year? Like so, it's it's yeah, it's it's it's, it's a fun thing. I mean, having him
1: around. I, I you you feel like his his confidence is is at uh, at a full level? Because you're right. I mean that's hard as a professional athlete to miss an entire year.
3: Yeah, it's it, he's no he's good. He's he you know he's good. He's a he's a he's a great athlete, great person, and and the way he goes about his business. I mean he's more than ready. I mean he's he looks he's been looking really good at the at the bat and and the, and at the play too.
1: I also wonder, uh, with, with the San Francisco Giants at this time, there have been so many new faces coming in over the last couple of years. A couple of years ago, you you were one of them, and I think the fan base is starting to get to know you at, at such a level. But but to have someone like Buster still there, who's, who's an icon and who the fans know so well, what do you think that does for the rest of you as far as your relationship with the fan base?
3: Uh, just knowing how to go about the business pretty much, I mean these guys have been doing it for for a long time, and just you know just trying to learn from them I mean they're good for a reason, and you know it'd be dumb if you don't ask questions or you don't you know try to pick the brain
1: um there's that famous moment that shot of you looking at him in the dugout in twenty nineteen what <laughs> what What do you remember about about that moment and and what are what's your reaction to how much attention that got?
3: oh <laughs> i remember i actually pretty uh, straight up how you do it <laughs> literally legit how you do it <laughs> and and he uh he started just talking like what's the what i asked him what's the hardest thing was, the easiest thing what do you what do you work on the most and i was just listening to him i mean literally i was not talking i was just listening to him the whole time just pretty much just preaching and 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 it was a pretty cool pretty cool moment
1: Next, we hear from Logan Webb, who's still a young pitcher on the team, but he's also one of the few who can provide insight on what it's like to throw to Posey. And he grew up in Northern California, so he's been well aware of Posey's presence for a long time. You know, uh, it's fascinating, too, where you now sit within this organization because the, the moment we're talking about is less than two years ago. Yet with all the turnover and new faces that are coming to this team, uh, as far as the starting pitchers, you're actually one of the elder statesmen uh, within the organization, uh, which I think is is especially interesting when we think about something like the return of, of of Buster Posey this year, how that's affecting all of you guys, what you're gaining from that. So um, how, how do you sort of look at that? As you look at this entire pitching staff, and, and here comes Buster – and less than two years into your career, you're one of the guys that probably knows him the best.
4: <laughs> that is That actually is weird to think about. Uh, yeah, I think I've only thrown to him in a regular season game. I think I threw to him twice. Okay. But that's more than – but. That, well, besides Johnny, that's more than any of the other guys have thrown to him uh, in a regular season game. So that is crazy to kind of think about, but <laughs> you can't – I mean uh, – you can't beat Buster's, you know, presence back there. His leadership is, you know, his the pedigree of like winning. And uh, you know, I know someone asked me today about uh, when he puts on a sign. Do you ever shake? And you really, you really can't
1: shake just because you know <laughs> what he's putting down is going to be right. How how does he affect you when when you're on the mound?
0: I
4: think there's, he just gives you a a certain confidence out there that, um, you know, he's ready to, he, he knows each hitter and, you know, you know, each hitter, but like, he's a guy who's been there, done that. And, and he knows these guys, um, forward and back, like he, he just, it's, it's hard to explain the words he's, you know, he's going to future hall of famer, um,
1: He's, his presence back there just just gives you some some confidence for sure. I want to ask you this question two different ways. How, how do you feel the team missed him last year? You know, I I think we for sure
4: missed him just because, like I said, his it's not just his catching and his hitting, but it's it's the presence in the locker room. It's you know the winning kind of culture that he brings to the team and um, the. The leadership part that
1: I, I think we all missed, and then I wonder about that on an individual basis as well. Especially as a young pitcher who's really trying to establish yourself as a member of the Giants, and this is certainly no knock on on what the, you know what the team got from that position last year was 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 actually really good. But I, yeah. I wonder, I wonder how you felt uh, in terms of in a development year not having him there. To to be your catcher, how that may have affected you personally?
4: Um, you know, I think there, I think what I was kind of going through was more myself. Um, I don't know if him necessarily would have made it, you know, a ton better or anything like that. But, um, uh, you know, definitely having him for the confidence part, uh, the presence part, like that, for sure, you know, might have helped, but. You know, I, I thought we had amazing catchers last year. I thought Joey did great, Heineman did great, trompy was amazing. Like it was, it was a good group, a collective group of of great, great catchers back there. And um, so, it, you know, it was great for them to um, get that time up there and that, that experience as, as well as myself. So, kind of trying to grow with those with those young younger uh, catchers was was a lot of fun also last year.
1: Uh, I, I went back to the box score of your of your first start and, and that was Stephen vote who, who caught that game. But as you've mentioned, you have thrown to Buster twice in a real game. Go back to twenty nineteen and you first arrived with the team. What what do you remember about your interactions with Buster back then?
4: I, I got to meet him earlier that year that
1: in in spring
4: training. So it wasn't my first time meeting him, but you know, as a young guy who grew up in the Bay Area, getting to meet a guy like that, um, getting to talk to a guy like that is—it's uh, pretty special. Um, and it's special for you know, even my friends back home who who love who love Buster to Death and uh, that's like their favorite player. It was right. it was really cool. So being able to talk to him each day about you know pitching and stuff like that—it's it's awesome. Uh, what's a mound visit from Buster like? <laughs> um, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't. I couldn't tell you anything about my mound visits. I'm usually pissed <laughs> off or something's not going right, so I'm mad about it. So uh, I'm usually. It, it's usually, hey, you know, calm down, get this guy out. Uh, get a ground ball or something.
1: <laughs> I you know, I mean sometimes the mound visits are just strategic, right? It's not always that something's going wrong. No, for sure, for sure. I think, you know, there's there's little things like if a guy
4: if a guy throws a couple pitches and he looks off. Um I think that's part of it too, like uh, there's so many You're right, there's so many different things that that go into
1: mound visits, but Usually it's when I'm pissed off. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> what works for you, by the way? You want a sense of humor, or or would that make it worse?
4: Uh, you know, I've had I've had both. I've had sense of humor, and I've, I've also had like, hey, pull your head out of your ass. Like, come on, let's go. <laughs> so, like, I, I think both of them work. To be honest with you,
1: and and does Buster have both of those in his repertoire?
4: Uh, you know, I think him and him and vote were. We're very similar. With they're just kind of get you kind of back into the zone. It was a little more serious, but um, uh, kind of going over
1: what we think we're going to do in that next at bat. Uh, and give me an idea how how is his presence this year affecting this camp? Like how how is this camp different than last year's camp? Um,
4: you know, he was there last year in, in
1: camp. Well, true, the the original uh, camp, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I think there's just, there's a, a collective group of, of veteran guys. Uh, you know, I, I think I've kind of said this before, but you know, you got a bunch of guys in there that are, that were on the winning the 10, 12, and 14 teams. And, um, when you get a group of guys that just know how to win and know how to be a professional, uh, it rubs off on everybody else. And, and having those guys is, uh, um, awesome for, especially for for the young guys.
1: Um, and and then if you've only thrown them in a game twice, obviously this year will will be that opportunity for many more. So what are you looking forward to the most?
4: You know, I, I think we just uh, we're kind of the last two outings that I've had, uh, I've thrown to them, and it just feels like we're on the same page with, with what we want to do and how we want to attack t- attack hitters. And um I th- you know, with any catcher, that's that's kind of the the main goal and. I'm just excited to to keep building on on what we've started already with these these last couple outings and um, like I said before, like just his presence back there just gives you a little bit more confidence out there and um I'm excited to to have that confidence.
1: A quick pause here to thank our sponsor. Nobody connects baseball fans to Major League Baseball like T-Mobile, America's largest and fastest 5G network. Just for being a customer, you get a free MLB.TV subscription. That means you can watch every team's out-of-market games, live or on demand, right from your phone. But here's the catch. You have to redeem by April 5th. Visit T-Mobile.com MLB right now to get your free MLB.TV subscription. That's T-Mobile.com MLB. Qualifying customers can access the T-Mobile Tuesdays app to sign up for MLB.tv, see blackout details, awarded fastest 5G by Open Signal Awards based on average speeds in USA, 5G experience report January 2021, details at T-Mobile.com. And now back to Inside Giant Moments. It's pretty rare in sports these days that players spend a decade together as teammates. But that's the case for Posey and our next guest, Brandon Crawford, who has unmatched perspective on what Posey means to the team. You mentioned earlier that um, you know you're you're tied to Buster forever. You guys were drafted together. It was the same day uh, when he was injured that uh, that you ended up getting a call up to the big league. So there's quite a connection there. And uh, so I wonder uh, a number of things about his return this year, and what it means to you, and and what it means to the team. So I, I, let's start with this. What what were your emotions when you found out Buster was not going to to play last year?
5: Um, I mean, I think I was I was kind of bummed that, that I wasn't going to you know have him um, have him in the clubhouse, um, have him around for. For the season but at the same time I, I completely understood um what he was going through and and uh i completely understood his decision to, to to stay at home and and opt out last year because of um because of adopting those two um those two babies that um you know it first of all needed needed both parents home and then um couldn't be uh, couldn't be exposed to potentially exposed to um, the virus or anything like that <clears throat> being being premature.
1: yeah D- did you think about a veteran president's leadership role uh, at and, and a void there and and how maybe you would help to to step in and fill that?
5: Um, yeah, you're talking about last year? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody really could fill his shoes necessarily, but I think we did a pretty good job collectively, Um, you know, coming together and and being – I mean, we we still have a lot of other veteran guys um, on the team, so um, I think we were all collectively pretty good at, you know, um, coming together and and talking about stuff or, you know, helping out the young guys or – you know, having a voice in the clubhouse, we we're we we're all we we're still pretty good at that. But you know, at the same time, somebody like like Buster, being the player, uh, the caliber of player that he's been throughout his career, but also the you know the the clubhouse and on field leader that that he has been the last um, ten or so years, uh, nobody could really exactly fill that. Um, but I think that's one of the reasons why why we're all so happy to have him back this year.
1: Uh, yeah. How will the clubhouse be different? Uh, how's it already different?
5: Um, I think, I think already he, you can see, um, and I think I've heard um, some of the catchers talk about um, just stuff that they pick up from him or, or talks that they've had with him that have really helped them out. Um, and then, you know, I'm sure pitchers will have, will have um, a big, as big of an impact also um, working with him, somebody with his experience and, um, you know, just knowing different hitters and what to throw in certain situations and stuff like that will 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 greatly benefit the pitchers also. Um, so I, I think um, those are the biggest on-field things. And then, you know, in the clubhouse, like I, he's one of my best friends um, throughout, you know, in the organization in the past ten years. So for me, I'm just I'm happy to have him back and in the clubhouse and being able to talk to him. I mean, I'll you're both. In person, I guess
1: we can. Yeah, you're you're both the answer to a, a question about each other too. I mean, no no one's been a teammate of yours longer than him. No one's been a teammate of his longer than you. And, and you mentioned being drafted the same year. How, how would you describe the the direct link between the two of you within this team?
5: Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. Um, I don't think it, it happens something like um, like that happens as much anymore with, you know, with guys going to different teams and um, just not, I mean, not coming up through a single organization and not getting traded or moved or, you know, whatever. Um, for, it's been uh, almost 13 years since we were drafted. So, um, I, I, you know, you don't see it as much anymore. And then, you know, sometimes the, um, one player pans out, one player doesn't. Um, and, you know, we're, we're fortunate. We're both fortunate enough to, um, to have had pretty good careers and, and stay with the giants for our whole careers and, um, really appreciate the, you know, the giants loyalty to both of us to, to keep us both around for, um, for this many years. And, um, I, you know, it's been it's been a lot of fun um, being his teammate throughout that time. How have you watched him grow through the years? Um, I think he's always kind of had a little more um, mature demeanor about him. You know, like he's a little wise beyond his years. I think he's always kind of had that um, that about him. But then, I think he. The more he opens up, the more you see his um, sense of humor and and um, um, how he is as a dad and as a husband. And, and um, I mean, I've, I've I've seen that for for a number of years now. Um, I mean, I don't know how he's evolved, but I think you just kind of peel back the peel back the layers a little bit. The more you get to know him, um, and uh, maybe just appreciate him a little bit more. I wonder about on the field, too. I mean, I,
1: I'm sure with the uh, the view you have over at shortstop, you, you see things between the pitcher and the catcher. Sometimes you're at the mound for those chats. Like, what is it that you see him do uh, that's so special?
5: Uh, I mean, I I don't think there's I mean Yachty is de- is definitely up there for one of the best better catch, especially defensive catchers ever. Um, but I mean, the way that that Buster handles pitchers and and pitch calling and uh, sequencing and stuff like that, and then his catch and throw ability for so long has been so good. I mean he's he's definitely up there as as one of the best. I think one of the best defensive catchers like offensive alone or offense alone, um, I think he's one of the best defensive catchers that we've, that we've seen um, in a while. Him, him and Yadi, I think are both are both pretty similar um, at just being able to read hitters, um, understand what the pitcher has and, and, you know, what they should go to in certain situations. His, his his ability to be able to catch and throw and, and and throw runners out for a long time has been so great too. Uh,
1: what do you think he's going to look like this year? He's been away for a while.
5: Uh, he has, but I've seen his at bats so far this spring, and it looks like normal Buster. Um, you know, working deep into counts. I think he drew a couple walks uh, yesterday. Um, his first base hit of the spring was was that. Um, you know, prototypical Buster line drive to right field. Um, I mean, I, I I don't think he'll he'll really miss a beat. Um, his catching has looked good from um, from what I've seen, also. So um, I think I think we can expect a lot of the same Buster.
1: And finally, top-catching prospect Joey Bart, who's hoping to soak up as much guidance as possible from Posey. They share a draft round, share a position, and now share space on the same team. Take a listen to Bart's thoughts on having Buster by his side as he continues the early years of his career. Joey, I certainly want to uh, talk to you about the fact that uh, Buster Posey is back with, with the team this year. and. Uh, it's almost an extension of the conversation we were having earlier about your call-up story. I, I have to think there were emotions flooding through you as you get the news last year that Buster is going to, to opt out, what that may or may not mean for you. What what were you feeling when you found out that, that, that it was going to go that way?
6: Uh, really, I mean, I was honestly thinking about him and his situation. Um you know, things are going to – I'm a true believer and things are going to work out the way they're going to be. And, and if I can stay my stay my course and stay in my lane, then, you know, that's what's going to be the best for me. But really, you know, when – you know, his situation, reaching out to him and, and, you know, praying for him and, you know, hoping everything's going well because people can say what they want, but that's a really tough situation that he was put in. And for him to, to you know, top out of the season was – it spoke a lot. You know, what he cares about and what his family – and all of us were there to support him you know so I think that was more of the feeling you know if uh obviously things change you know Buster's not not going to be behind the dish this year so um you know it might have made me a little more hungry but really you know I was just I was just coming at it full swing whether he was going to be there or not and and if I felt like that's the way I approached it then you know I'd be set up well because obviously no one knew that he was going to do that so that's nothing like I was planning on or anything I was just coming at it full speed ahead and wherever they needed me or whenever they needed me i was going to be ready so
1: did you have any contacts with him during during the year as you you were going through the year that you that uh that that you had last year
6: yeah he reached out to me every now and then and, and we chatted about you know talking baseball and just seeing how he was doing but um not no not a ton he was very busy in himself so i think that uh that you know that he deserved that time and and I wasn't going to be the guy that was, was calling him up, asking him for help or, about things. So, no, uh, yeah, we, we spoke a few times, but not not, not really a lot.
1: With that said, I, I wondered if it popped into your mind at all as you were getting to the big league club last year uh, that, that, you know, his mentorship was, was not there. Um, how, how do you think it, it, it sort of affected your, your first big league experiences that, that, that he was not there?
6: Uh, you know, I don't know. I think, I don't think I would, you know, I obviously could learn everything and, and I would write everything down and take everything he told me to heart. But, you know, at a certain sense it's kind of my career and, and what I make out of it, you know? So I kind of approached it every day is how am I going to, what am I going to do to, to excel, and, and to get an edge in this game, you know, defensively, offensively, wherever. And that's kind of the way I went about it. And uh, yeah, I mean, bus, you know, Buster would have been a great help for me um, and, and hopefully we'll, you know, play together,
1: play with each other, you know, down the line. Uh, as this year begins, how would you describe the relationship between the two of you? Well, I think it's great. I mean,
6: I think we're probably tighter than we ever have been. Um, just because, you know, there's, there's a lot of new faces around here and, and I've only been here for a couple of years, but it seems like, you know, there's <laughs> a couple of years ago, it was a whole different place here. So, um, you know this is my third spring training now and time's time's flown by but i think our relationship has grown uh grown forward and
1: and it's great what are you looking to gather from him this year
6: ah you know i'm just the stuff i do every day really you know conversations we have about baseball and and just circumstances in the game and just learning you know it's it's not like there's a buster posey you know Thirty-minute sit-down and learn meeting. You know, it's just interactions we have every day and, and go forward. You know, as teammates, I mean, ultimately he's he's got his job to do. You know, what I mean, he's playing and and has a lot a lot on his plate as well. So you know, it's just things that we can uh, communicate, things that we can do with each other to make each other better. That's that's obviously the goal
1: as teammates. I mean, certainly the the idea at some point this year, potentially even beyond. Uh, you, you know, you you guys. Uh, could be doing this all all together so what what are you most looking forward to with regard to where this this relationship goes next
6: you know i'm just i'm really just focused on you know being you know the best player i can be to be honest with you um i want to be the best i can be and, and grow in the game and you know if buster can help me with that that you know that's just extra you know that's brownies for me you know what i mean i just I don't ever look at it as you know it you know Buster and me you know or whatever it's just kind of me playing my game and and learning from Buster and learning from other players on the team and learning little things that I can do to get better every day.
1: Any pressure in your mind associated with with someday potentially you know the idea of being Buster's successor?
6: No not at all I mean I don't you know that's all the that's the the media and everyone you know that that says that and you know it for them to even say that is is an honor but you know that guy's been super special to this game and and continue will and will continue to be you know so no i i don't look at it that way i think if i looked at it that way it'd be it'd be really hard to play so uh that's not the angle i really take at it
1: um not only with him uh with with all he's accomplished uh you're such a, a high draft pick and a big prospect same with patrick bailey there there's the, the obvious and constant talk about over the next year or two, how many starts are even available at the catcher position? Maybe the DH factors into this. How do you sort of process it and, and, and look ahead at that position?
6: Uh, that's exactly what I try not to do, really, is look ahead because <laughs> that's, that's what I can't control, you know. And, and I guess a lot of people might think that, but realistically I, I'm about the process and about me getting better every day as a player. And I think if I start looking ahead, you start weighing scenarios out, you know, good things will run through your mind, bad things will run through your mind, and, and that's not really what I'm looking for. I'm looking, you know, to, to produce and, and get better every day and, and wherever, the, you know, whatever that leads to, it leads to. So that's kind of my, the, way I, the way I look at it all.
1: As you said, it's your third spring where you guys are, are there together. Just from your view and, and you watching interactions, how would you put into words what what he means to this team?
6: Oh, I mean, he means everything. I mean, he's he's uh, he's Buster Posey. I mean, come on, you know he's he's, he's got so much credibility to his name and, and for what he's done with his game and and you know how much he's helped players, including myself, you know, move forward and, and learn. You know, he's just he's just a guy. You know, when he when he opens his mouth, you listen. You know, because no one's been, not. I don't I don't think there's been one player in the game still playing today that's been in the situations in three different World Series and. You know, just all the things that he's done is, to, is just unbelievable. So um, he's experienced it all. He's been through the best and the worst. So uh, I think that he's a huge part of this team and, and guys are excited and glad that he's back.
1: Thanks so much for listening to Inside Giant Moments presented by T-Mobile. Don't forget to give us a rating and a review and share this episode with your friends and family to make sure you never miss these exclusive conversations each week. Subscribe and follow the Inside Giant Moments podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.